Wednesday. Good, good morning and welcome in In the Know for your Wednesday, October the 12th, 2022. It is Uncle Sam Gormley filling in today for another edition of the show. You might be listening with us on K105 on Litchfield's Country Station 1039 The Moose via the K105 WMTL app, SoundCloud, Spotify, K105 Digital Productions. We've got it all. And we hope that you are with us here this morning on what should be a great edition of the show. We have guest host, special guest host left and right. We're going to be joined later on in the show by the Carol of the Bells. They will be joining us to preview the Twin Lakes Marching Classic that will be hitting the area on Saturday. We'll let you know everything that you need to know about that. Update you on the latest news headlines, sports, you know, every everything that you could potentially need to know, including they've officially named who the hottest bald man of 2022 is. We will be breaking that down to see if our guest co-hosts agree with that or not, if they disagree. So that's your tease of what you get to look forward to. But first, I'm wearing a lot of different hats. We'll bring in our first. You're not a guest co-host. You're just a co-host. Christy Buckles. Good morning, Christy. How are you? Good morning. I know I was told before the show, watch out. Your mic is a little different today. Okay. All right. I think you're good. Okay. Okay. We're we're good. Uh, I have to ask you here. I have a list of quote-unquote happy foods. These are some foods that will supposedly put you in a good mood according to science. Okay. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. Okay. Dark chocolate. Eh. Bananas. I know that puts Mark in a great mood. Uh, (laughs) Coconuts. Wow. Coffee. Avocados. Berries and fermented foods like kimchi or yogurt. Are you are you buying this or no? No, not at all. I don't know. You, do banana. You know I, I I eat bananas and I eat avocados. But other than that, berries. No. Well, I mean yogurt. Yes, I, okay. I, I eat berries in my yogurt. Mm-hmm. Okay, so there you go. So you're not. So you're getting the doubly good mood, right? Yes. So you're you're not sure necessarily that you're buying that this necessarily puts you in a better mood. No, I'm not. Okay. Well, uh, it was worth a shot, right? I don't know. <laughs> Science sometimes doesn't always... Mashed potatoes put me in a great mood. <laughs> that one we do know. We'll bring in our guest, second guest co-host of the day from the Grayson County Extension Office, Ag Agent Whitney Carmen. Whitney, I know I can really say welcome back because you've been running around. Shoot, I yes. could say you've been rolling Mach 9 in a way too, right? Uh, sort of have, yes. <laughs> uh, I have here... Well, first off, I saw you kind of nodding your head. Are you in agreement with those foods or, or no? I don't. Honestly, they I eat all of those foods. So, I mean, it's not like they put me in a better mood. It's just that when I eat, I'm in a good mood anyway. So <laughs> any food that I eat I, is going to make me happy. Well, speaking of that, I know your family is usually on the run. You're usually at baseball. You're usually at this. You're at that. You're at everything. But I'm sure one of the things that you try to still do is make room in your schedule to eat meals as a family. Yes, we do. Mm-hmm. And 91% of parents notice their family is less stressed when they share family meals together. Mm-hmm. Stress reduction, connecting with other people, and taking time to slow down are the main benefits of mealtime together. So I guess is this one of these things that if you if you eat dinner together and then you eat dark chocolate, bananas, coconuts, <laughs> coffee, avocados, berries, and fermented foods, that it's like double less stress and everything maybe it and it, uh, unfortunately a lot of the time when we do have family meals it's like nine o'clock at night you know and we're all just kind of gathered around the bar eating whatever mm-hmm. we've got mm-hmm. but it is still we we try to meet and at least it's kind of like our m- nightly powwow you know so it's yeah. it's fun it's good it's good to it have that uh group meal and everything i know mm-hmm. i kind of miss that from home mm-hmm. back it's a little different uh it was weird to wake up this morning to a little bit of rain i was so happy I know I got out because I got sick of looking at all the dust on my car, and I did a quick wash of my car just because I got sick of looking at it. And I knew that there was a chance of rain, but my weather app said that the rain wasn't going to come until tonight. So I was hoping at least I'd get one day of it looking soon, and then I woke up to hearing the rain, and I was like, oh. But we needed. You brought it we on. Did. We did. Yeah. Yes, I was going to say, normally when I wash my car, uh-huh. is, it rains. And so yeah. that's – It is. That uh, you've got my – So it was a little – luckily, I mean, at least – from my vantage point, it wasn't like it was a huge downpour because then the roads would be messy and all of that. But it was still a little bit of rain, which, I mean, any bit of rain, and Whitney, you can speak of this in, in your dust. It's better than nothing. Yes, it and is. And I know we really needed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as other weather, still some possibility of some heavier thunderstorms later on today. I know that the National Weather Service, I think, has us in that like marginal of potential of some severe weather. Uh, rain chances increase during the afternoon and evening. Wind gusts could get near to 30 miles per hour. 
It's going to be nice, though, throughout the afternoon, other than that chance of rain. Temperatures around 80 degrees tonight, a low around 53. Tomorrow, partly cloudy with a high around 67, mostly clear. Thursday night with a low around 42. Uh, Looking ahead to your weekend, as uh, Friday, highs in the 60s, so good high school football weather. If you're planning on uh, watching Breckenridge County, I think they're playing Muhlenberg County. Mm-hmm. I don't know where that yes. game is. It's, uh, it's, I think it's at Muhlenberg. I think it's at Muhlenberg. And Grayson travels to Hartford. So if you're making a trip to either one of those two, um, or maybe you're following Edmondson County on Friday night, it uh, looks like you're going to – I mean, it's going to be a little chilly. But that's kind of what you're expecting. Well, that's football football weather. weather. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Uh, Cold front pushes through the second half of Saturday. Could bring another chance of rain as the weekend ends. Uh, Some of your headlines for this morning. Uh, King Charles has released the coronation details set for May the 6th, 2023. Now, what also is May the 6th, 2023? Well, I already read the news this morning, so I know. That is the Kentucky Derby. So I yeah. think all, all, all Kentuckians are like, hey, now, like this is supposed to be our day, yes. oh, and, yeah, and you're, you're doubling it. Luckily, yeah. I would assume that all of that coronation will be done in the in, – for us, it will be the morning. Yes. So luckily, the Derby won't have – I mean, I don't think people here really care uh, right. that, that I much. Yeah. Um, and no. if they are, they they'll have the opportunity to do both. Yeah, and I mean, it is the first coronation that, for the, I mean, many of us have ever seen. Mm-hmm. 1953 was the last one. Uh, Charles' eldest son, Prince William, who's next in line to the throne, will play a significant role in the ceremony. Um, will you? Will, all, will either of you watch any of this? I probably will. No, I will not watch any of it. I'm sorry. All I can think of when every time you say coronation is Frozen. Yes. Well, uh-huh. I'm sorry. I'm so I'm well, over here think... singing Frozen songs. I will in my watch head. it just to say that I watched it. No. Uh-huh. You know, to say that I was. You know, I witnessed some of the history but other than that i mean well, I, and i probably won't watch it live i'll watch it on you know i'll record it and just watch it as i get a chance to i know that we, I, I told the story a couple of weeks ago as well that, i mean my grandparents were at queen elizabeth's coronation mm-hmm. and they told the story oh, always awesome. that uh, my grandpa always had picture would always take pictures and he was changing the film in his picture and winston churchill went by oh. so he missed his chance to take the picture of winston that is, churchill that's cool that would- yeah, but, but that but stink, though, it does. Right? Yeah. It does because he's got pictures of everything. But he missed the chance at Winston Churchill. But still, it's kind of it's it's cool to say that they were there. Yes. Um. And um. Yeah. So I'm sure that there will be people from the states that'll make the trip over over there to say again that they were there. I have a friend that actually travels there quite frequently and went to the Platinum. Was it her Platinum Jubilee before she passed away? That would have been whatever yes, whatever 70. one it was this summer. Uh, well, yeah. I guess she was, yeah, 19, so yeah, it was, it would have been seven or whatever it is. Whatever it was, they went, they had been several times for different things and they went for the, one of the weddings. And so she actually went back for the, uh, for the funeral as well. So, I mean, oh, they wow. travel, that's like, that's her and her mom's mm-hmm. thing and they go when they, okay. when that happens. So. And it's good. Mm-hmm. I mean, whatever, I mean, and I like this, you know, I, yeah, some I mean, of us like to be disappointed at UK football games. <laughs> Some of us uh, like to go to cor- yes. coronations. <laughs> uh, I know that um, I was sitting in here in the building working on some stuff. In fact, I was getting ready for football on Friday night, typing up, and all of a sudden my phone started buzzing. But it was weird because my phone was buzzing, but my watch wasn't buzzing. And I was like, wait, what? what's this? Because it was like, am I getting a phone call? And I looked, and it was an Amber Alert mm-hmm. that I'm not sure, Whitney, if you were still yes. local. Christy, I'm sure you yes. got it as well. I did. For yes. a missing uh, Elizabethtown teenager, thankfully it's been it's been canceled. As 16-year-old Julissa Lovick was last seen entering a vehicle at 11 a.m. on Tuesday morning. Uh, she was located in Louisville safe sometime before 6 yesterday. So mm-hmm. that's that's good that yes. uh, that ended positively um, because those, I know, luckily, I mean, that was one of the first Amber Alerts that I can remember that happened at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. I feel like every single other time it happens is at 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it usually wakes me up. And I still will remember being in the dorm room one time and uh, – my roommate and I both got it at the same time because we both sat up and we were both like, what? yeah. what's what's happening? Because it was 2 or 3 in the morning and we obviously were not awake anymore. But mm-hmm. thankfully that that got uh, resolved quickly and uh, looks like as positively as it could have. Uh, while Kentucky may become the electric vehicle battery manufacturing capital of the United States, when it comes to EV infrastructure, a recent study shows that the state is currently ranked near the bottom. Uh, in September, Ford announced it was building, you know, the Glendale. We've talked about that plenty of times. There's going to be another kind of partner plant that's going to be built in Bowling Green. Uh, however, the state lacks an EV infrastructure to charge such vehicles, according to findings on a study released Tuesday by, quote, Wizard. 
Kentucky ranks 49th among the 50 states in a ranking of states with the best electric vehicle infrastructure, trailed only by, I'll give you both a guess, because I don't know that I would have guessed this one, but you know what, why not? Whitney, what's your guess? What's the only state that's behind them? Hmm. Florida? Florida. Okay, Christy, what do you got? Uh, No idea. Ohio. Ohio. It's Louisiana. So, I don't know. I just found it. Now, number, number one is probably an easier guess. California. Got it. Yeah, California. Yeah. Um, so that's it. Uh, it, it it'll be interesting because I know that they're getting a grant, I know, to kind of improve this. And it's probably one of these things now Now that the infrastructure or the we've got the plants, I'm sure you're going to see more of this. I'd like to see this study in, in five years. I'd like to see this study in five years. And I'm still interested in the intricacy of it and the whole, you know, battery operated vehicles and the electricity side of it you know because we are a coal you know coal state and how all of that is shifting and all that dynamic i'll be interested to see how that happens in the next 10 years secretary secretary of state michael adams is reminding kentucky business owners that they can save a stamp or make a trip to frankfurt by filing their business reinstatement online at the improved fast track site Business owners who have forgotten to file their annual reports will no longer be required to reinstate their businesses by mail or in person. The new online feature communicates directly with both the Department of Revenue and the Office of Unemployment Insurance to allow businesses to complete the reinstatement process more quickly online. In addition, the upgraded website also allows businesses to file their annual reports, form new LLCs, file assumed names, and much more without printing any paper, stuffing envelopes, or losing time driving to the mailbox or all the way to Frankfurt. I, I like hearing these things. That yeah. You can do it like, online. I feel like <laughs> when we did an LLC for a personal thing, it was we did all of that online. But maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Well, at least it's becoming easier, and yes. it should be easier yeah. because there's no point in you having to drive to Frankfurt to. No, there's not. <laughs> when, when it can easily be done online, it's like you know paying bills online. Mm-hmm. Just make it easy, mm-hmm. and if you have auto pay, even better. Because yes. Because then I don't have to remember it. <laughs> uh, a Bowling Green man has been arrested on a dozen child porn charges. Thirty uh, six year old Joshua Kenneth Orr on Tuesday was arrested. If you want to read more about it, uh, you can go to K105.com. I don't really want to dive into that. Uh, Jefferson County Public Schools bus crashed Tuesday afternoon, sending eight children to hospitals. The crash occurred between the school bus and minivan in the Newburgh neighborhood of Louisville. There were 17 students on the bus with eight suffering minor injuries. Six students were transported to Norton Children's Hospital and two were taken to Norton Women's and Children's Hospital, according to Wave 3. They were all students at Indian Trail Elementary School. An Oklahoma Fire Department official told news outlets that there were three people in the minivan. All three were transported to hospital. Their conditions were not released. Pierce, the bus crashed into the side of the minivan, but the crash investigation was not yet complete. Uh, luckily, it seems like that, again, another one that could have been a whole really lot bad. worse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that I was, and again, I say that I was in a bus crash when I was in, in, in I guess this was in middle school, but it was more, I think, I think we got sideswiped. By by somebody and and it was like I th- I don't think any of us even realized that we were sideswiped, but all of a sudden our bus just stopped. And because the rule is for buses is even for that, they're not allowed to move. Mm-hmm. So we were su- stuck in the middle of US forty two in, in in Florence, Kentucky, which is the equivalent in a way to being stuck in the middle of Scottsville Road, yes, in Bowling yeah. Green or Dixie Highway, yes. So and it was Goodness. hilarious because everybody's driving to work and we're just stuck in the middle and and we were all like looking around like what's wrong. And the bus driver That's was like, a little dangerous. You didn't is. even get off the side of the road. Apparently, or the rule was, and I'm not sure if this has changed, but they huh. are not allowed to move. Wow. wow. I mean, I understand, but at the same time, it's like, oh. Yeah, and I mean, I think if I if we were even within, gosh, like a quarter mile from the school, yeah. too, we're like, can we just, just were you on your way yeah. to school? Yes. Okay. Yes. So at least so did you, know, you get your snack out of your backpack and eat it? When uh, you waited? No, I don't think I probably had a See, snack. Yeah, I would have. Uh, uh, <laughs> um, I don't think it really ended up being very long. I think the police got there and realized. Well, it's with it being a school uh-huh. bus, I'd say they're like, oh, yeah, get there quick. Get you know, there, yeah. they're getting there quick yeah. anyway. I, mean, I, but... I think it was sideswiped or maybe we – I don't even think it was rear-ended. It was something super, super minor. I'm not even sure either car to scratch, but, you know, mm-hmm. that was the rule and we had to sit there and, and, and wait. Um <laughs> It's a good story to tell, though. Uh, it kind of a, a – I wish I had the image with us to show you, but a fiery semi-truck crash on a bridge on the Bluegrass Parkway shut down the major thoroughfare for hours Tuesday morning and afternoon. Whitney, did you see this picture? I did not see the picture. 29-mile um, marker in the eastbound lanes at approximately 6.30 yesterday morning. That's on the bridge that spans the Kentucky River between the Lawrenceburg and Versailles exits. I know, yes, exact, I know exactly, I know exactly, where, exactly where it is. Oh, I think that's the one that's really, really so high, right? Many, yeah, so many um, times I've been I hate that bridge. I don't really like heights. 
Um, so it's it's always like a. Luckily, now that I'm thinking about it, I didn't even process it when I was driving home from the UK game on on Saturday. But luckily, it's because I probably didn't even know. You were I probably see. mad. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I was mad. It was like a, a wave of emotions, and then it was also. 11.30 at night, so I couldn't tell that I was on the bridge, which well, was Well, that's good. a rough bridge, yeah. The truck was carrying empty Mountain Dew cans, probably headed to Bullet County. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, startup Kentucky bourbon producer Jackson Purchase Distillery is boosting its investment. The company will increase its distilling operation investment in Fulton County to nearly $26 million and create 54 uh, new jobs. Oscar Shibwe is expected to undergo a minor procedure on his knee ahead of Big Blue Madness, scheduled for Friday night. Uh, Kentucky coach John Calipari said he had good news and bad news. Good news is that Oscar still did pro day. Uh, he is the bad news is he has his knee thing. It doesn't seem like it's that big of a deal, but apparently Cal did see him. Mm-hmm. So I, 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 I mean, Hey, he saw him. So he at saw least him. he can, he saw him. So I that. guess it, it could be a lot worse. And then, uh, WKU preparing it's a hundred miles of hate this weekend as they take on middle Tennessee, which again, Top level name for a for a college football rivalry. Hundred miles of hate against oh Middle goodness. Tennessee State because there's a hundred miles exactly yes, okay. in between the two between schools. The so it's a hundred hmm. miles of hate. Uh, it's a great rivalry. As as Tyson Helton, the head coach, said, it's a big game rivalry game. Hundred miles of hate. When you're breaking them down and game planning for them, there's a lot to deal with on both sides of the ball. As that will be at two thirty Central Time on Saturday down in in Murfreesboro, which is okay. uh, been to that stadium a couple of times. Mm-hmm. It's uh, I think one of my friends calls it. It's like a tin can. Mm. <laughs> so it's just there's not a lot to really uh, look forward say, to. I don't think I've ever been there. You're not missing anything. Okay. You're not missing anything at what? But uh, what you might miss is that coming up next, we're going to talk to the Bells and get a preview of the Twin Lakes National Marching Classic coming up next here on In the Know. Today is Farmer's Day, it is Gumbo Day, World Arthritis Day, International Moment of Frustration Scream Day, Pulled Pork Day, and it is Own Business Day. So we've got a lot of that, and it's the perfect time to say good morning and welcome back to our good friends from the Grayson County High School Band, The Bells. I don't know what Mark has done to your intro music, but it says here that it is your intro. But this is not the intro music that I'm used to it's for hearing for the both of you. It's not what we're used to at all. No, I'm going to try. I guess maybe it's it's something in here. I, it says here the bells, and this is not what it is. I don't like it. I, we we got to find it. It's got to be in here somewhere because if not, I'm going to have to. Is is that's not it either. I don't know. It's it's. I need the Carol I, of the Bells. I'm so blank on the group name right now. It's, but it's uh, that Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Group. Oh yes, it's, it's uh, the uh, Pentatonics. Group. Yes. I'm looking now at the Christmas because I don't feel like we can start the interview properly for Aaron and Ashley Bell if we don't hear it. But I don't yeah. know where it is. But Mark, I, I mean, <laughs> I feel like you all might now like threaten to never come back, right? That you haven't. You haven't. It truly heard it. is my favorite part of visiting with you guys. Yes, and maybe I'll be able to find it as as it comes along. But uh, we appreciate you guys joining us again. And where I kind of wanted to start with this is to kind of go back about two years ago because two years ago. It was weird, I think is probably the, the way to describe it. And for you all, I know that – because you all had a show but didn't compete, right? And back in 2020 was kind of the thing, and you kind of did an abridged show, correct? Right. Mm-hmm. And then in 2021, you got back to close to normal, but there were still a little things when it started. So, so Aaron, 2020 now, you have gotten into – as close to normal as probably you're used to. It is probably a lot closer to 2019 than it is to any other year. Mm-hmm. What is that like for the kids to, to get to have them get that experience? I, well, I think it goes, you know, for all kids everywhere. Once we get back to some sort of normalcy, they become uh, more engaged and motivated, and and I think it's really helped, you know, just the morale of the group to just be able to. To enjoy each other again and, 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 you know, not worry about things of the past. And, and I, it's been great for our group, obviously. I know that I, I'm 
like Mark, I was also in band. We did not compete, my high school band. We were a brand new band, and I think that they kind of realized that, as you all know, it takes a little bit of money to do that. And since we were so new, I mean, I was the seventh graduating class of my high school, so it was one of those things that they just we just were not ready yet. And, and as you all know, it takes a lot of time. And, and Ashley, that's kind of where I want to go, is that there is there are people here listening that have, you know, they've heard the band, they go to football games, but they have no idea what it takes, and they probably think, oh, they just go out there and they just take their trombone and they just blow it, and that, that's all it takes. And it's kind of a two-part question because I don't think people have any idea how much time goes into putting on that show at halftime. And it's more than just halftime for the football game, but for a lot of people, that's what they know. Let's start in band camp. What, for, for those listening that have never experienced band, what is a typical band camp day like? Um, eight to five. And we have a pre-camp before band camp, of course, because there has to be a pre-everything, right? So the week before, they spend three days with um, a good friend of ours named Robbie Arnold, who does all of our visual stuff. He comes down from Winchester. Um, he works with GRC. Robbie works all over the state, actually. But Robbie spends three days with them, half days. And then two full weeks of band camp, eight to five every day. We have a full staff other than, of course, Aaron and I and Mr. Pants, of course, Um Every instrument basically has their own guest, and we, we hire those people for two weeks, and it's a lot of one-on-one instruction, a lot of small group instruction, a lot of visual instruction, a lot of music instruction. There's so many parts that have to work together. I know that when I we did band camp as well, and it was a similar thing. I think ours, I think ours was 8 to 5 as well, and we also got those breakout sessions, and I remember I had a teacher, Dan. He was for, he went to Cincinnati CCM the yes. Cincinnati Conservatory of Music and luckily where I grew up 15 minutes it was quick for him to come down but I probably learned more in the two weeks that I worked with him for like three hours a day than I did from my band director and that's no fault to to him at all it's just I mean there's he specialized in trombone he knew how to play trombone he was darn good at playing trombone he taught us these like the little tricks too and i think that aaron those are the little things too that are so important to your students yeah anytime we can break things down visually or musically like that any we we're blessed to have such a great staff like she was saying that we can trust with our kids to do you know teach what we need them to teach them and the kids will obviously you know they're great at retaining that too now ashley let's go to today um you're, I know that every single time I go to the high school, it seems like I'm usually there in the afternoons. It does, it never fails that the band is out on on the par, in the parking lot working. What, what what is a typical afternoon for you all, and and kind of a typical week? Let's say it's not home show week, but like three weeks ago when you're preparing for a regular show. Our goal is usually eight hours of rehearsal after school. Um, our kids are athletes. They train like athletes. I don't think anybody has a true understanding of how athletic what they're doing is. Um, because now a band is not just marching a few sets and playing your horn. There's all these visual elements. You know, they're dancers. Um, we teach as much dance almost right now in marching band for all the visual points as we do sometimes music. You know, um, Mr. Pant said the other day that they have to be moving every time that they're, you know, standing still per se. Yes. You know, so, um, Tons of visual work go into it. So usually eight hours a week after school, every Saturday that we have a competition, unless we're leaving at 7 a.m. or something, we have a morning rehearsal on Saturday mornings, usually three hours if we can get it in. Um, A typical Saturday can be anywhere from 12 to 16 hours is totally the norm because most of our shows are prelims and finals. Um, It's a long week. It's a lot of work. And and those kids are absolutely athletes. I know the start to the year, that work has paid off. And it's shown that you all have had a really strong start to the year. Aaron, I know a couple of weeks ago, grand champions at Franklin Simpson, correct? Mm -hmm. Uh, Can you kind of give us a recap of of what the band has been through this year? Yeah, we started with the Franklin Simpson show and and won grand champion there. Then the next weekend, we went to Obets, Ohio. And uh, we were able to make our first BOA regional final in school history, uh, which is a, a great, you know, bands from, what, four states, I think, were in attendance there. And uh, it, so it's, that's, that's a great accomplishment. We're really proud of the season so far. Now, this year's show, I always am intrigued because last year was – is it this year? Okay, and now I'm even asking and I'm backtracking. Was it last year that was Snakes or is it this year that's Snakes? Last year. Last year that was Snakes. <laughs> and I and I, I liked it because I think I even looked out and I didn't know what the theme was. And I was like, okay, this is kind of – it does have the little like serpent feel. And I think people don't realize how music can, can kind of bring that theme. So, Ashley, what's the theme this year? What, uh, what, what can we learn more about the show? It's called Cold as Ice. 
and it's based on a lot of icy colors, teals and whites and, and blues, of course. Um, the the crowd has not seen this yet, but we finally, you know, marching band is so, I guess you'd say new age. Like the closer just got set this week. You know, probably when you and I marched and, well, of course, I'm older than you guys, but, you know, we would set the whole show during marching band camp. And then it was done. Well, we just put the closer on the field this week. Um, but it's actually Foreigners Cold as Ice, which is a really cool way to kind of wrap up the whole show and the whole theme. So um, there's some iceberg props on the field, and there's some stages with some big icebergs on them. So if you're looking at the props and you're looking at the colors, it, it kind of pulls it all together. I know that you you kind of touched on that, too, is it's it's amazing on the difference. But the way I describe it is, is if you're listening and you're a football fan, you're you're just adding a new play. And into your football. It's kind of what the closer is. You're adding a couple of new plays. I'm sure Brian Jones, the football coach, this fall break, he was sitting there and he was drawing up a couple of new mm-hmm. plays to throw out this Friday night as well. That's kind of the same thing as to, to what you all are doing. Now, I know that usually for marching band shows, Aaron, there are some solos that will come in there. Do you all have any solos in this year's show? We do. We start with a uh, flute soloist. Um, and then uh, in the uh, the ballad, the second tune, we have a flugelhorn and a euphon- euphonium solo and... Uh, the closer, it's featuring different sections. It features the percussion and the woodwinds and the brass, and then we tie it all in at the end. Now, I think coming up on Saturday is the Twin Lakes Marching Classic that hits at the newly renovated Cougar Stadium, mm-hmm. which if you haven't come out and seen yet, it's the bleachers are nice, the press box is nice, and it if is. you haven't seen it, it's, it's a lot more comfortable to come and watch a show. You don't feel like you're about to fall through the bleachers, which is a very, <laughs> a very nice feeling. But for those that have never been, and either one of you can answer this one, it's kind of a loaded question, but I think they hear Twin Lakes Marching Classic, oh, cool, marching band show, but they have no idea, what is a marching band? Band show bands from all over the state and we're known for hospitality here so we always have one of the biggest shows in the state um so we have 15 competing bands this weekend it'll be bands from all different high schools from all over the state they'll all come and compete against one another doing their own shows and their own theater productions you know theatrical productions like we're talking about with ours um we have a small group awards ceremony halfway through because we have so many bands that we try to divide the day up a little bit the smaller groups go first. We have a little break so the judges can get some food and relax a little bit. Then we have the larger bands in the evening. Um, and it's just a great day of entertainment, you know, all day. Now, this band, this this uh, classic and this contest is one of your all's biggest fundraisers, I know, of, of the year. Aaron, can, can you kind of speak on the fundraiser aspect of this for for the community to come out and kind of support you all? Yeah, this it's this is like you said our biggest fundraiser of the year, no doubt. And any community support we can grab on that would would go a long way, not only for marching band but our indoor seasons and our concert seasons and beyond. Um, so yeah, we're we're thankful for any and all support we can get. Over the weekend, you all were set up in Big Clifty. I know at least the pork chops were, and I think the band at least had some aspect of it. And I know Zach, who you will see on K105 Digital Productions, he was driving through the area coming to uh, go to the East Main Market. And he had told me that he was going to plan on stopping by there. And he asked, he said, have you ever had the band Pork Chop Sandwich? And I was like, have I had the band Pork Chop Sandwich, Zach? That's like asking you know somebody from Kentucky if they've ever seen a horse. It's like, of course, <laughs> you, you can't, can't live in this area and not have one. Ashley, will there be pork chops? Because Zach tried one and he said they were great. Will there be pork chops on Saturday? There will be pork chops because Mark Buckles will not be the MC if we don't have pork chops. So Th- that is it's true. kind of a deal we've worked out. Mark gets all the free pork chops he wants for oh. MCing our show. Okay. So, yeah. Now, has he thrown in? He is also trying to add more to his contract. I don't know oh. if he's discussed <laughs> that. I'm not sure if I. <laughs> I think I might have to step aside because I don't know that I can talk about, you know, Charlie Daniels. He wants a connection there. <laughs> bagpipes, if you've brought that up, if he can march the bagpipes. but uh, uh, I think he does normally throw that in there. He has a little tuba somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> Aaron, Ashley talked about that there are 15 bands. Locally, are there any bands that people might know to, to come in? Or who are some of the really – I mean, obviously all 15 are really talented. But are there any that – really stand out that you're excited to see as well? Yeah, I'm, I'm all of them. Um, and uh, yeah, I think one that stands out is South Warren because they come to our show every year. And I'm, I'm, we're both close to the band director, and this is his last year. He's retiring after this year. So we're I'm kind of excited to see his group and, and get to 
Something I can think of off the top of my head. I don't have a list in front of me, but Meade County mm-hmm. is probably the biggest band we have coming, probably close in size to South Warren. Our good friend Angela Nash, who's now the band director at Franklin Simpson, mm-hmm. who, of course, was with us last year. She's the band director at Franklin Simpson. They'll be there. Um, Green County, Butler County, Washington County. I, in fact, I got the list here. You, yes. So in Class A, you've got Washington County, Green County, and Campbellsville. And then in, is it, do you call it double A or two A? Uh, I think is there two classes of one A? Is it say There's like two you've got two A? You've got two A here, so you've got Marion County, Warren East, Butler County, and then that's split into the second section: Hart County, Russellville, and Caldwell County. Mm-hmm. And then three A, you've got Breckenridge County, E Town, Henderson County, and Franklin Simpson. And then to close out the night, as you mentioned, you've got South Warren, Meade County, and then your band will play as well at the end of the evening at eight thirty, which is also good because it probably adds something different for your students as well because there's not the pressure of being judged you're just playing in front of your friends and family yes and i know for me in playing that was what i've kind of enjoyed about playing for just high school football halftime is it was fun because if we made a mistake it wasn't like the absolute end of the world and it kind of allowed you to play a little looser and and i always enjoyed that now you touched on it a little bit for the people listening you you touched on them on the mc and the pa guy (laughs) do do we have to listen to him or can we put noise canceling headline head headphones in is it when we pay the admission, do we have to listen to him? Well, it depends on what you want to know about the bands. There used to be this rule where you couldn't, like, one of the favorite things about coming is for those football fans that were at a band contest on Saturdays, the MC could give some updates on some local football scores, you know, college football, and mm-hmm. and it kind of kept everybody engaged. But mm-hmm. But now there's, like, a silly rule that you're not really supposed to do that. So sometimes people, they may or may not listen to Mark in those breaks. I don't know. I, I mean, it's probably good advice is to just <laughs> not listen to Mark. I, some, I wish I could do that sometimes, right? <laughs> uh, now, Aaron, another kind of loaded question. Okay. We've got it kind of what's next for the band, and then we'll recap on what's coming up on Saturday. But what's coming up next after Saturday for the so band? So this weekend um, – obviously the home show then the next weekend we go to a hopkinsville for kmea regional competition stadium of the champions which is a really cool facility it's nice yes. and we have to be in the top six to advance to semifinals the following weekend october 29th and if we advance if we make the top six there we get to perform in finals october 29th that evening and it is Eastern Kentucky that mm-hmm. it's hosted this year because mm-hmm. usually it's been UK, and I know they've moved it to Eastern Kentucky. Is that because does UK have a home game that day? Maybe it's based on football. It's schedules. based on okay. football schedules. A lot of years it's at Western or or UK. This year it just happens to be at Eastern. It hasn't been there for quite a long time. But that's good. And I know usually the the the, re, the semifinals is at a local high school, correct? Correct. Mm-hmm. We go to Madison Southern. Yes. Okay. Well, then you're right there, mm-hmm. right by mm-hmm. Eastern Kentucky, which, which helps out a lot. I know that's really exciting, and I know from, we're we're going to be cheering you on as you, Thank you. hit the stadium champions next week but to recap ashley when does everything start on saturday what do people need to know how how do i get my pork chop sandwich and everything that comes along with it we'll recognize our seniors at two o'clock the seniors and their families um which of course are we want to definitely give them the recognition um uh, teresa jarbo has a quartet that's going to sing the national anthem at 2 30 and then at 2.45, the first band steps off um and it pretty much goes all the way until we perform at 8 45 that evening so and it's a lot of fun. If you've never been to one, my older brother, I didn't compete, but my older brother did for Mason High School in, in the Ohio area, really good band. And it was always, I mean, it's like you're watching a movie. It's a production because every band is really talented. And, and as the years go on, it, it, it's like next thing you know that there's going to be fireworks and special <laughs> effects and everything. Oh, it's, yeah, it's, we're it's, already it's, there with some groups, special effects wise. It's coming very soon. Lots of vendors, lots of food, lots of concessions. Um and I know Mark said lots of crockpots. Yes. Crock Our pots. hospitality room is second to none, I promise. He is very excited for that, so you can come out. Uh, tickets available at the gate? At the gate, $10, 5 and under are free. There you go. It's it's a great uh, fundraiser for the band. You can get your pork chop sandwich, sit down and watch a lot of really good bands, and, and maybe Mark will throw in one college football update for you as well. <laughs> we're, we're good with that. Maybe we can agree to that, and I think maybe, maybe let's cross our fingers. There There we go. I found it to to end us out. Uh, Thank you both. Good luck on Saturday and good luck the rest of the year. We appreciate you taking the time to join us. Thank you so much. That's Aaron and Ashley Bell. We'll come back and have more coming up here on In the Know after this.
Did you know there was a third Apple founder? His name was Ronald Wayne. He sold 10% of his stake for $800 in 1976. Oh, bless oh, his heart. Oof. Oh, that has to hurt. $800. I'd like to know what that'd be worth today. What's 10% Apple worth? Oh. Yeah. Hundreds of millions of dollars, yes, probably. Yeah. So. Poor Ronald Wayne. That, he's got a. That got it. That has to hurt. Whitney Carmen is our guest co-host for today, joining Christy and myself. And you know what? We haven't done this in a while, and honestly, I miss it. Okay. Um, How about a little you pick trivia? We're just going to play for fun. Okay. Okay. Just you two. I mean, if you all want to grab a piece of paper, it's Halloween themed. And you know what? And if you're playing at home, get your get your sheet of paper out. Maybe uh, maybe you can play along as well. There's nothing to win. Um, but bragging rights, which to me is almost better than any prize that we have. Are the both of you ready? In fact, this is Halloween movie themed. So I'm not sure oh, okay. if either one of you will be able to be good at this. Hard to say. Yes. Question number one. What is the occupation of Hannibal Lecter, the serial killer from The Silence of the Lambs? A, pediatrician, B, psychiatrist, C, dentist, or D, sommelier? Okay, what is this on? What is the occupation of Hannibal Lecter? Okay. No, that's not the right. I got to figure out. Isn't that what we ended up deciding on? I don't remember. We're going to play that. Okay. Uh, you all ready? I think so. Christy, you'll go first. Which okay. one are you saying? Um, what was B? B was psychiatrist. Yes, I'm going okay. with B. That's what I had to. You both had that, and you both are correct. Okay. He was both psychiatrist. He's crazy. What creepy flick coined the infamous line, do you like scary movies? A, I know what you did last summer. B, Scream. C, Final Destination. Or D, Scary Movie. What creepy fic- flick cl- coined the infamous line, do you like scary movies? I know what you did last summer. Scream, Final Destination, or Scary Movie? Ooh, that's a tough one because it I is. just watched the latest one and I... Okay. Whitney, what are you thinking? I think it's Scream. You think it's Scream? Christy, what are you saying? I said A, I know what you did last summer. I know what you did last summer. Christy, I'll give you one of those. Oh. Whitney, I'll give you one of those. Because remember, in the newest one, it's they're all about the old school, oh, okay. the old school um, scary movies. Like okay. that's what it's based okay. about. And then the final one: which horror movie is set at Camp Crystal Lake? Oh, I know that one. Do I even need to give the? Uh, no, we both. Is it A. Friday the Thirteenth, B. Nightmare on Elm Street, C. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, or D. The House at the End of Camp Crystal Lake Road? A A A. Is that what you said as well, Whitney? Yes. There you go. Jason Voorhees. Exactly. So congratulations, Whitney. You get three out of three, which means you you win uh, a congratulations. Yay. Um, If I had a sound effect, I'd give you something. How about that? There you go. That'll work. That'll work. (laughs) Congratulations. I know I teased you all at the beginning of the show for the hottest bald man of 2022. Are you all ready? Sure. I think so. Vin Diesel. Okay. I was thinking more like The Rock. Cause, Me know, too. Is, the Rock yeah, was ninth I, on the list. Okay. I, I'm a big Rock, yeah. You know, because I think some people get intimidated by the muscles. Uh, Stanley Tucci Not was me. number two. I don't know who that is. Me uh, the name sounds familiar. Pitbull was on the list. Mm. Here's an interesting one for me. Number five. Was it Steve Austin? Prince William. Oh. <laughs> now, is it, is it... He's not really bald, though. He's balding. But yeah, how but, much of that is... Mm. If he was just William... I don't think he'd be on this list. No. no. Jason Statham, Bruce Willis, Joe Jason Rogan, Statham. and Mike Tyson was also on the list. I forgot Rogan's bald, too. Yes. I, I found it interesting. But Vin Diesel has been named <laughs> the hottest bald man of the year. I mean, I, yeah. He and The Rock, I could... Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm all right with that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I found it... I mean, I, I guess. I, 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 I prefer bald men, so... Well, there you go. Lucky for me. <laughs> Buck Buckles was not on the list. I guess it must, <laughs> must have been <laughs> next. Must have been on the outside looking in. Uh, Ryan Reynolds and Colin Hanks are making a documentary about John Candy. I love John Candy. Um, not a huge fan of documentaries, but I might actually. Nonfiction film is what they say. So I mean, maybe maybe oh, you'll get a little bit. Film. It's, yeah, it's well. It says the well, headlines is documentary. Ryan Reynolds does is going to be silly. It's going to be silly. Colin Hanks probably to, to tone it down a little bit. Yeah, but he can mm-hmm. even have some some silliness in there. I mean, it's it's interesting enough. Yeah. Um, 
Apparently, the Candy family is giving them access to his archive and home video footage. Oh, okay. That'll be interesting. That'll yeah. be interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Voice. Uh, either one of you watch The Voice? Nope. Are you I kidding can't, me? Yeah, I was going to say. Uh, <laughs> Blake Shelton is leaving. Chance the Rapper, rapper and Niall Horan are joining as judges. So I guess um, neither one of you care about like that. Shelton. No. Um, wow, I didn't realize it. I have strong There's, opinions about him. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I wish we had more time. Uh, Jeopardy is bringing back Me the too. Losers on its first annual Second Chance Tournament, as that will begin on October the 17th in a layer over two weeks. That begins on Monday. Uh, I know Mark watches Jeopardy. Whitney, do you consume it at all? No. Uh, no. I mean, I did when I was a kid, but not now. Kaylee Cuoco is pregnant. Oh. Expecting her first baby with Tom Pelfrey. Uh, as they announced it uh, yesterday that they are expecting their first child as coming in 2023. Mm. And then I was saddened yesterday, and I'm sure Christy and I know Whitney, we were talking oh, about it beforehand, no. that we'll have to play this too if my chart topper machine will work. But it probably will not because obviously I want it to. Um, I was saddened yesterday to learn of the passing of Angela Lansbury, the star mm. of Murder, She Wrote. Was in there? Oh, the, there it is. Oh, yeah. Mrs. Potts. Uh, Mrs. Potts. And again, as when I said. When I told my husband last night about her, he goes, I don't know who that is. I said, yes, it's Mrs. Potts. He's like, oh, I know who she is now. As I said, when I was in middle school, I was in the play and I was Chip. So I kind of have the extra huge. connection to, to Mrs. I'm, Potts. Yeah. I'm a huge uh, Murder, She Wrote fan. And exactly. That was exactly where I was, was going into mm-hmm. next. She was also in, in Murder, She Wrote. Uh, 96 years old, and I think she, her Love birthday her. was next week. I think she was getting ready to celebrate 97. What a great 96 year. Exactly. Yes. She did a, she did a right? lot. Mrs. Pot, um, really good. Murder, she wrote. Um, it's sad to hear. Yes. But as you mentioned, 96 years. That's a, that's a great life. So we'll have her take us to break. Coming up next, we'll have our point to ponder, chart toppers, and more here on In the Know. As old as time, tune as old as song, bittersweet and strange, finding you can change, learning you are wrong. Today, is, or not today, is my point to ponder. We were jamming out over here for a second. <laughs> no, right? back to 2004. <laughs> Flowrider. Um, my point to ponder for today. Have you ever wondered why we cook bacon but bake cookies? Why no, we cook, good. cook bacon but bake cookies? You fry bacon. True. But you um, cook it. You I mean, cook you can it, cook yeah, it different yeah. ways, but... Hmm. But you never say you bake the bacon. Right. And you never say you cook the cookies. Even That's right. You can bake the bacon. You can, but. You can, but nobody says that they bake. I, I mean, if right. somebody, yeah, if somebody says, bacon. how are you I making your saying. baking? How are you making your bacon? And they say, I'm baking it. You'd kind of give them like a. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A, See, I don't know. Misty always bakes hers. So I, for I me, mean, it's not strange. Yes, but I, I mean, don't I think she's. Too, I don't think she would say that she's baking no. her bacon. She would mm-hmm. say she's cooking the bacon. Probably. That's kind of what it is. Uh, that I, makes sense. I, yep. I, I don't know. It, it was a ponderance that, that, that I had had. I understand. Uh, Whitney, do you have anything extension office related that um, you really want to? We've got CAPE. That if you've got CAPE applications that are, you know, you're ready to turn them in, you can do that. And we are going to um, Farmer's Market is the last Saturday. This is the last Saturday of the market. So please, if you're going to do it, if you're going to get some stuff from the farmer's market this is the last week and it, they're pretty slim i think the meat vendors and there's a couple of produce left but the uh rest of the year will just be once a month at the office so this is the last saturday for it last saturday of the month mm-hmm. for farmer's markets mm-hmm. that'll come up here really quick mm-hmm. yeah um on tv tonight the mass singer two new celebrity singers perform songs from andrew lloyd weber's legendary music catalog um apparently he will also be a guest panelist do you watch The Masked Singer? I think not I watch. Caroline does. Really? She'll record it and watch it. She okay. gets into okay. it. I do not. Okay. Hmm. Uh, so she enjoys it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Tut's Toxic Tomb will be on Discovery tonight as they will investigate if toxins inside King Tut's tomb could explain a number of mysterious cursed deaths. Ooh. Ooh. Mm. Let me tune and in. then on ABC, The Goldbergs. 
will be tonight. I used to watch that show all the time, but I don't get to do it anymore. <laughs> See, I'm thinking I may start it. Not, it's not a good. It's a, it was a good show. Like I don't from know the beginning, I'm mm-hmm. sure I can find it somewhere to start it's from funny. the beginning. Today's highlight in history in, ni- in 1492, Christopher Columbus's expedition arrived in the present day Bahamas. Uh, in 1870, General Robert E. Lee died at the age of 63. In 1933, John Dillinger escaped from a jail in Allen County, Ohio, with the help of his gang. Uh-oh. Uh, in 1973, Richard Nixon nominated House Minority Leader Gerald Ford of Mich- Michigan to succeed Spiro Agnew as president. Did that think anything might come of that, maybe? Mm. Gerald Ford? Mm. Hmm. Uh, in 2007, former, pres- former Vice President Al Gore was named, uh, given the Nobel Peace Prize for his work on climate change. In 2011, uh, a Nigerian Al-Qaeda operative pleaded guilty to trying to bring down a jetliner with bomb in his underwear. I remember hearing about that. Um, and birthdays for today. Uh, Chris Wallace is turning 75. Hugh Jackman. Turns 54. Wolverine, I Wolverine. think. Wolverine. Right? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marty McGuire from The Chicks is 53. Kirk Cameron, the actor, is 52. Bodie Miller, who's a skier, mm-hmm. or I guess he's probably retired now because he's turning 45. I feel like that for a skier is probably the retirement yeah. age. And then Josh Hutcherson turns 30. Hmm. PETA from uh, The Hunger Games. And yeah. we both grew up in the same town. Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize that. We're both that. Union, Kentucky natives. Huh. I met him multiple times. Uh, his little brother and I knew each other much better. We competed against one another in, in speech and debate. Had a little rivalry there, but uh, so he, Josh, would come around sometimes. Who would win do, more? Oh, who do you think? <laughs> Who's sitting at the microphone? Uh-huh, that's true. <laughs> I don't even know what Connor is doing anymore, but I know that I, I, I did kind of feel because I think Connor and Josh had a really good relationship. But you could tell that Connor always was Josh's little brother. Yes. Yeah, I understand that, and it kind of. Because, I mean, we always make the joke of, like, us, you know, if we had, uh, you know, little, I have little brother, he would be my little brother. It's not quite the same as being, you're the little brother of the movie star. Mm-hmm. Like That's true. <laughs> yeah. it, it had to be yes. a little bit difficult of him. How about a chart topper? Sure. That'd be great. We'll go to 1958. Oh. Bobby Day was number one. With Rock and Robin. It's a good song. It is. Yeah, because I was a little bit surprised that you started this far back, but I see why. It's a good song. Yeah. No, I could have even gone back to 1949. I almost did tonight. We could have had a little uh, Frankie Lane. Yeah, I like it when you, you tend to go not as far back. It just depends. Depends on the mood. We'll go to 1976. Walter Murphy and the Big Apple Band was number one with a fifth of Beethoven. Okay. There's no words, but it, it, you know, yeah. it kind of groove a little bit. We got to get to the to part here. Okay, that was good. We had to have that little little yeah. part in there, right? <laughs> we'll jump now to 1985, number one on this date. I don't think my chart is is it going to work. 1985, aha, was number one with Take On Me. So, Christy, I feel like you sign up for this one. Whitney, are you oh, not on board? I, I mean, I, it's okay. It's all right. We'll go to the mid 90s next. Oh, I got to hit the. Yeah, you got to have that. <laughs> okay. I think that's a good one to go up to 1994 now. Ooh. Cheryl like Crow was number one. I'm not a fan of her, but I like this not song. See, I'm the opposite. I, I don't care for this song, but I do like her. I, I don't know what it is about this song. Which, speaking of, I mean, this is not necessarily the most perfect transition at all, but I know last night at Rupp Arena, from what I heard, it was a phenomenal concert. I know, I want to, oh, I've uh, heard about that. Jealous. Yes. I wanted to, Chris, oh. Chris Stapleton, Tyler Childers, Dwight and Yoakum. Dwight Yoakam were the, he- were the headliners, but I mean, I saw all, Patty Loveless, I think, came yeah. out. Yeah. Ricky Skaggs was there. Oh. Uh, and I did hear that if you are wanting to see that concert, uh, you can. Supposedly it was on pay per view, was and it not? It, it, is, oh, oh, it is up for 48 hours. So it's $20, okay. I think. If you 
you can Google it. You can find it. Yeah. So if you want to rewatch that concert, and I heard that the production on that is good, and all of the proceeds go to benefit Eastern Kentucky. Mm-hmm. I heard the concert was phenomenal, though. Yeah. So if you're interested in Stapleton Childers and Yoakum and then some of the other ones, can you, you can imagine? spend. And I heard Sturgill was going to do it, but he couldn't because of his the voice. voice. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but that's a, that's yeah. a heck of a... One of my really imagine? good friends went, Eastern and she was saying it was fantastic. Eastern Kentucky has some really good Musicians. Yeah, Loretta just passed away. Oh yeah. man! Um, but if you want to, you can pay that twenty dollars to watch it on pay per view. And now we have the absolute perfect uh, transition to go from Chris Stapleton to oh twenty twelve. Ten years ago today, Psy was number one with this one. Will be stuck in your head, right? Sing it, Christy. Oh, I can't sing it. I mean, is there been a more perfect transition on the show than talking about Chris Stapleton? <laughs> to this. To this. And here's the thing. I, I, I like to move around and in my seat and, and do, you know, but and dance I mean, to it. Listen, but that, it, it's not. That song, not though, loving it. it's it's hard not to like. You, oh, yeah. I know. It, it's you one know, of those you got, can't yes. help but to bounce around. That's so. one thing that I like about K-pop. I know Mark was talking earlier in the week. I think it might have been yesterday with, with Dennis that he he didn't get to a K-pop song. That's the thing with K-pop. I mean, they're all like... Mm-hmm. They're all the time jumping uh-huh, up and down. Jumping mm-hmm. up and down. It, it's, it's a lot of fun. Whitney, thank you for taking yeah. the time to join yes. us. I'm sure we'll see you again. At, uh, sometimes. Some, yeah. Some point yes. between <laughs> here and then and everywhere. So I'll, I'll leave you with this. Hopefully the Cats can win on Saturday, too. They need, they need a win. They need a win. Yeah, it's Mississippi State. Got to beat Mike Leach. Uh, the most difficult thing is the decision to act. The rest is merely tenacity. The most difficult thing is the decision to act. The rest is merely tenacity. That wraps up our show for today. We'll see you back here Tomorrow for another edition of the show, for Whitney Carmen and for Christy Buckles, I'm Sam Gormley, and guess what? Now you're in the know.